Hey onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 215 for Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. How's it going, onesies? Welcome to the show. I recently had somebody say that they won't listen to the podcast just because they don't want to be referred to as a onesie. Well, guess what? I'm calling you a fucking onesie anyways. Guys, the One Man Podcast is a show by me, comedian Josh Williams, also earthling Josh Williams, um, and I tell you what's going on with me. It's a weekly podcast where I let you know what's going on with me personally, professionally, and let me tell you, professionally, I do have some good news that I woke up to this morning, so I'm very excited to share that with you. That'll be on the list, um, but I just tell you what's going on with me, so if you're like, why is this guy talking about a doctor's appointment or whatever, because that's what I did this week, all right? I mean, I didn't have one this week, but you know, if I did, I would tell you about it, because I would just imagine a lot of people are like, I don't know what the one-man podcast is. It's just listed under comedy, but I don't know what to expect. Well, you can expect... A retelling of the highlights. This is the highlight reel of my week. I don't know if you've ever seen a highlight reel like on a slow sports night where they were like, not, not a lot happened, but we still have to do like a 20-minute repeat highlight reel of just sports. They're like this. <laughs> Yesterday in Zimbabwe in cricket, you're like, wow, it was a slow sports day. You could tell when that happens. This week, I'm, uh, I'm coming at you guys from uh, Arden, Ontario, like Jan Arden, which very few people will even know what I'm talking about. Only Canadians and only the ones that listen to CBC radio. But I'm in Arden, Ontario with fellow onesie. Fellow onesie? Am I onesie too? I think I am. Um, with my pal Red, frequent contributor to the, the, the podcast. She has been a uh, co-host before in the past. She's here now. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girl. Hey is what you said. I think hey, girl. Hey. So this week, I'm going to tell and, you guys. And by the way, Earthling, debatable. I'm an Earthling. Debatable. You think I'm a space alien? <laughs> From where? Does it matter? <laughs> of course it does. It'd be news to me. I would maybe maybe where I'm from, I'm owed like forty acres and a mule. Maybe. Right? Like You're a you millionaire. know what? I could I could step out of this this white cisgen male thing and be like, actually, I'm an extreme minority. No, I uh so I'm gonna be telling you guys this week about uh a roommate who uh, usurped. I had one roommate that I thought was the dirtiest in the house. Turns out we have a new a new champion, right? We thought there'd be a record that could not be breaking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I got what is? It? I watched a movie. Uh, I probably watched a few this week, but the only one I remember watching was uh, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. So I'll tell you uh, about that. Um, I am still. I'm doing okay. So I've I've been obsessively researching 
the uh, equipment necessary to bring the one man podcast into video. We'll talk about that. Uh, I wanted to give a little promo to a, uh, a couple of local restaurants all owned by the same family that are amazing human beings. I'm going to give them a little plug a little later local, on local to Ottawa, not Arden. Yeah, not Arden. Fuck Arden. <laughs> Seriously. If I could just say that if I have any onesies in Arden, first off, you've had several, several opportunities to write in and tell me where you're listening from. Okay. And I'm going to be here. Listen, this episode's coming out on Wednesday. All right. June 23rd. I will be in Arden, Ontario until late afternoon, early evening of the 23rd. So your opportunity to send an email, be like, you're in town. And yes, I will come to your shack and sign autographs or whatever. Greater <laughs> we'll Napanee take, area. Take pictures. Is that where we are? Yeah. Greater Napanee. Yeah. That's where Avril Lavigne oh, is yeah, from. Yeah. The home of Avril Lavigne. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, uh, my grant came in. That's huge news. I won't be talking about how much money it is. Grant? Grant who? Yeah, exactly. My failure, Grant. Um, yeah. And then I'll tell you about uh I'll tell you about an album that dropped today, available on Spotify, Apple Music, and a bunch of other places that uh they'll do. So Red, what do you yeah. want to talk about first? Yeah. Oh, and don't forget the top five, guys. Top five this week. Red's got one. I've got one. You know, that's what we're gonna do. Uh shout out to uh Red's husband, John. Chef extraordinaire. Uh, he always takes good care of me when we're in. And he's, I'm just watching now. He's super quietly trying to maneuver one bag of chips out of like a pile of bags of chips to, as to not uh, distract. He's also doing the Lord's work because he's keeping the young fella occupied so that Red and I can yeah, do the podcast. Yeah, public service so. uh, announcement. There yeah. is a four-year-old in the house. Actually, you know what? So I'm going to put him on blast scree- too. Random screaming yeah. might occur. John's, by the way, the one who said he won't listen because he doesn't want to be called a onesie. But he does a lot of other great things for me, so I forgive him. Um, but uh, yeah, so what, what, what do you want to talk about first? What do you mean? This is not I just my said, podcast. I just said all of the different things. Like if you were a listener, if I told you, listen, you're like, you know what? Let's talk, chat. Talk and I go, the, the dirtiest champion, the dirtiest champion. Okay. So get this. I go into Jason's room the other day. All right. I'm at home. You know, I got, I got to go into this guy's room. Um, I go into Jay's room and you know, he's got his pants on the floor as one does. He's a male gets home. He's, he does. Jay's does a lot of drinking the, these days and all days really. But, but lately he's been doing uh, more so drinking. So he's, you know, I go into his room at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Jay, blah, blah. I actually went in to share some, some proper uh, news with him. Proper news? A good promotional idea for him. And he goes, like, like I, I figure I'm going to come in and tell him something nice. I stepped, like, I walk up to his bed to talk to him. And I thought I stepped in, like, a piece of chocolate. Okay? Yeah. I thought I stepped in a piece of chocolate. Jay has, like, all sorts of little chocolates around his room he's just that's his little snack of choice he likes chocolates i really wish you had told me this story for the first time right now i am telling I you the like story my, for the first my time. genuine yeah my yeah. genuine reaction i think would have been a lot better well that's fair but you can always well here's the thing at this point you Let's think re-enact. i stepped at this point you think i've stepped in chocolate because that's all i've told you mm-hmm. So now everybody's really wondering what you oh yeah in. yeah well geez i wonder what's small brown and squishy and is often so looks wrong. like yeah so I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes, Jay, you animal. I'm like, you dropped a chocolate on the floor and it's melted. And it's stuck to the bottom of my foot. And I'm walking to the bathroom to go wash chocolate off my foot. And Jay's like, it might be shit. And I was like, what? I, I lift up my foot, put my finger, and I go, well, I didn't believe him. Because I he's a 53-year-old adult. Now, in all fairness, you get to a certain age and all, you know, then it's not your fault anymore. But I go... 
he goes, hey, I shit, I shit, like, yeah, I shit my pants last night or whatever. And I, I, shit I, I go, you shit your pants and what, just went to bed? You didn't clean up the fucking mess? You know, I was, eh, I was oh, drinking yeah. and I, I put my finger in it, smell, it's fucking shit. Human feces. And it was disgusting. It was <laughs> fucking disgusting. And he starts making fun of me. Yeah, you fucking idiot. You stepped in fucking shit. I'm like, you shit it's yourself. Like it's like you you have a dog and your dog pooped on the floor and you just decided not to clean it up. Even like, that's horrible. But that's horrible, to shit yourself and be like, like oh, I thought. He's like, I thought I only got it in my underwear. I must have lost one down my pant leg or something. I'm like, no. Disgusting. No. And this person has a steady girlfriend. Steady's <laughs> no. The, the, his girlfriend is upset with me because I listened during COVID. I actually saw her this week too. You listened what? Because I stayed home. I stayed home and I listened. I've already talked about this in the podcast before. I'm not trying to put them on blast or anything, but but they were back and forth over COVID. Yeah. He would spend a night here with her and then go back. Well, I had mentioned that I didn't like it. I said, like, you guys should go, if you want to be together, go quarantine together. Mm-hmm. So they're back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and yeah. forth. And I said, that's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know what, J- Jason's also not really like, you, you know, you tell him something, what he, what he heard and what you said can be two very different things. All I know is that when things opened up in the summertime and like we were allowed to do patios, she would show up to things and give me the silent treatment. So she got mad at me for something. But my issue was that, that they're being unsafe I don't see why I'm to blame for for saying that that's irresponsible. I'll, I I would go as far as to say it's selfish. You don't like the person that you're seeing. Well, yeah. First off, Jason was actually going to see other people besides her too. He was just hanging out with doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. So I was saying it was unsafe for her because he could be bringing anything over to her, and she worked at the hospital, so she could bring something home. That hospital had three, four outbreaks during COVID. You know, their argument was, oh, it's super safe at the hospital. Everything's super safe. And I go, well, it's had three, four outbreaks, so it's not that safe. Yeah. And I go, and, and I go, if you go over there and get something from her and you bring it back to the house, you're giving it to, to my two other roommates and myself. Like that's, it's selfish. You guys want to see each other more than you want to be respectful of the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hate either one of them as people, but you kind of got to own that. You, you have to recognize that you are doing that. Whether you believe COVID's real or not, you're taking a risk with other people's lives. That's not fair. And anyways, so does he have a stable girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they Well, she's part-time. They see each other a couple nights a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When a full-time position opens up someday, maybe. <laughs> I, I already don't feel good about shitting on them, but I, it bothered me lately. Uh, she was over the other night, and I was like, hi, and I waved to her and said, hey, hey there, and just cold shoulder silent treatment i'm like all right you know yeah so if if anything i could say publicly this person who i liked and defended i thought very i think that's one of the things that that bothers me the most about it is that i thought very highly of this person and then when i guess i i found out how they felt about me like the this the reciprocated respect like oh i don't care if i send a disease back to your house Mm -hmm. i need to see this person more than i need to respect your safety that hurt so that's yeah. that's where I was at with that. So if I seem like a, a crotchety prick who's putting someone on blast, I haven't said any names. Um, but but I was I was disappointed. Here's the thing, Jason's a selfish guy. He's not doing anything different. I thought better of her. And I'm yeah. I'm very disappointed to know that that that's not the case. That that hurt. That hurt. You know? I thought I, I, I thought you would better. I thought you would better. Anyways. Um so Jason shit himself. Again, I don't think he's better than that. 
Um, but yeah, I, I had one room and it was just incredibly messy. Uh, don't think he left human feces all over his floor. Jay, we have uh, we do not have a one man podcast dirtiest roommate award yet. Uh, could be he could be the onesie of the month. No, you know for different reasons. Can't do that. You, uh, ne- yeah, onesie of the month. I think uh, I think I will name on June thirtieth because that's seven days from now. It's a neck and it's a neck and neck. It's a neck and neck. So. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I stepped in shit and then washed my foot and uh, just and learned just that. that... Too, <coughs> oh yeah, no, I washed. Bleach, I, I definitely. Yeah, well, I'm not looking to scald my skin <laughs> off, but it's just crap. It's organic, dude. There's, there's people. A lot of bacteria. Sure, but do you a heard lot. those those people who do the the shit transplants, where people will take shit? Yeah. Is this thing even recording? Okay, good. But that's about, <laughs> yeah, but that's about the bacteria, like. You know, transferring right. bacteria. That's what it's about. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like you saying, can I want drink my, your I pee, want my foot but to have can't more... eat your poop. You don't know me. No, I don't. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yes, you urine your is urine is sterile, but yeah, just because but it's sterile doesn't mean it like tastes good or anything. No, but that's not what we're talking about. It's, I mean, like you you can with one, but you cannot with the other. I don't know. I've seen dogs Ill. eat a lot of poop. Oh, they do. That's disgusting. I never knew that dogs did that. Until really? I was in like my twenties, like I had never seen a dog do that until, and I was like, and I saw like you know it was like a young like a puppy, and I was and you know and and from that point on I didn't know that all dogs did it. I thought it was just that one dog was just really really that's really his short that's his sales. thing, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I will never. Ever I feel own that way about people who like kinds of dogs because they are dumb. And then I was like, then after a few years, I realized that yeah, no, it's like all dogs. I feel like that about tomatoes. People, I, I those are that's disgusting. And then you find you see someone eating, you're like, really? And then you're like, most people do it. That's disgusting. Human beings eating tomatoes. Hopefully, you weren't in your twenties when you realized this. That everyone eats tomatoes? No, <laughs> yeah. I learned it very early, but it was still shocking to me. Everyone does this. Yeah, you're still you know traumatized. I mean? Yeah. About it. Like I could even, I could even understand, ugh, I was going to go really gross there with something different. Like I was like, oh, some people like anal. I'm like, that's fine. Even that. But I, no, and that's not even the gross thing. I went like the real weird things that people are into sexually. You know what I mean? And just go like, ah, I can still, that at least gets you off. Tomatoes though. Ugh. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Dogs eating poop. Yeah. Poop is yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah. Eating poop. Yeah, why like do you poop? Right? Tell the onesies why do you do that? In case you, <laughs> I I put I immediately in the bathtub and I'm like, and the thing was like it was in the arch of my I mean, foot, so I couldn't even scrub it on the bottom of the the tub because it was like right where like the one part was lifted yeah. up too high, so I was just like sanding it down slightly. I mean, considering how often we know that you put your foot in your mouth, you know, let's just hope you really cleaned it off. Well. Yeah, exactly. I do put my foot in my mouth. But the funny thing is everyone's like, why don't you research more before you do stuff? I'm like, well, for starters, I actually do that on stage. I don't know if I've ever addressed this on the podcast, but when people are like, why don't you research first before you say it? I'm like, because it's funnier if I don't know, right? If I'm like, here's a fact, okay. Sure, and, and some people might be interested in that. To me, it's way funnier to be like, I'm gonna talk about something I have no idea about. Let's just see where my brain runs wild with. I actually uh, do that on stage. But I do it, but it's like a deliberate thing, right? Like, so when I'm on stage and I'm doing crowd work, like I ask someone, hey, like, what do you do for a living? And just as a small example, someone's like, oh, I'm an engineer, right? Well, like the the mental strategy in my head is like, how could I misinterpret whatever the job is, right? <coughs> so for example, 
I'm an engineer. Oh, cool. You drive the train. You know what I mean? Like that's also an engineer, but it's clearly not what they meant. Mm -hmm. And people will laugh like you're doing right now, right? It's just, it's funny that it was misinterpreted. It was misunderstood. It's funny because you were just giving me, like making fun of me in the same way for me calling myself an engineer. <laughs> like, Yeah, but you are, yes, well, no, it's, no, no, it's IT, not for calling yourself an engineer. No, I said I was an engineer and you were like, I don't see no ring. Yeah, I don't. It's a fact, I'm wearing glasses, these are prescription. Yeah, but we were talking about uh, information technology, whereas like if someone, like a lot of computer stuff technically is information technology, but it's almost like a slur where it's like, you're just, you're just, how dare you? Yeah. You're some fat geek squad guy in a chair taking tech support calls. No, I like, I get it. I get it. But, uh, the thing with, uh, yeah, just misunderstanding stuff. I find it funnier. Like if someone's like, Oh, where do you work? Oh, I'm in human resources. It's like, Oh, like what you sell organs and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's funnier to go. What, how could I possibly take this wrong way? I know what human resources is. But Are I, you sure? I, I Are know. you sure? No. I, have no idea. I assume <laughs> they sell kidneys and livers. Um, I'm pretty sure you've never had to deal with human resources before. <laughs> Josh, you, uh, HR? You're like, you're like, hold on. Do you have an HR department? <laughs> Sorry, I can't accept the job. Yeah. 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 Do you have an HR department? Because they don't like me. <laughs> Josh, what is your what are, what are your weaknesses? HR departments. They are my kryptonite to everything that I do. Yeah. My Achilles heel. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. You want to know a fun fact about that? Do you know why Achilles heel is his weak spot? Uh I think I know, but go, go ahead. for it. No, no. Well, no, no, for, no, no. in the vein remember. of not knowing, You're gonna say, give it's it one a of shot. Those things where I, I think so try it. It'll be funny. No, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. But So fine. So go with what no, you remember. all I know is like, so my cat is named Penthesilia. And, and oh, I. Oh, so Tina. She, and she's the, <laughs> she, Penthesilia was the queen of the Amazons who Achilles fell in love with. Okay. And um, like, and he died essentially because of her. Okay. Yeah. Fucking bitches. No. Um, do you know what Paris's relation to is in the stories of the, the, the goddess? Like, you know that. Like, cause he was played by Orlando Bloom and Troy and Brad Pitt played Achilles. Yeah. And the thing was like, they really made Brad Pitt look like he was the sexiest guy in the movie. But in Greek mythology, Paris is supposed to be the, the best looking man. Yeah. And all the goddesses were arguing about which one of them was more beautiful. And so they held a pageant and they had Paris be the judge of which one of them was the most beautiful. I've read a book or two. Um, but, uh, Achilles, the reason his heel is his weak spot is because that's where I don't remember which goddess oh, it yeah, was held him and dipped him yeah, in the river yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah. So that was the one See? part that didn't See, get held. Yeah. Like, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I just you had to you. lead you right to it. Yeah, oh, there it is. Over. I'm like a Walmart employee. Bring you right over. Oh, here it is right here where you're pointing. Oh, yeah, my God. Right, I got, yeah. I don't need you anymore. I found it. It's right here. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, I stepped in shit this week and it only took me 18 minutes to tell the story. Um, but we learned a little Greek mythology. That's the, this, you can step in it, you know, so just in case anyone's like, this guy's a fucking moron. Why does he never know what he's talking about? Know that I, I could research it first and then just give you a boring fact. Eh, maybe not boring, but I can give you a fact or we could have a couple fucking laughs 
listening to me to try to figure out, you or know, you can just drive your listeners crazy being like, I know what I'm talking about. That's the funny the, part. In the meantime, Blow- I'm on the other end being like, First off, I never go, look, guys, I know what I'm fucking talking. I never, I'm not a blowhard like that. But I would find it personally, as in terms of an act, I would find it even funnier to be a blowhard and then be wrong. Like that in and of itself would be the joke to me. Watch this guy. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. And then just completely be wrong. That's hilarious. Um, we got uh, Brody came to visit me. He got an e-bike. It's his birthday month. Oh, and like, it took me a minute to put two and two. Yeah, together. sometimes people are like, who's Brody? No, no, not Brody, the e-bike oh. part. Oh, e-bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a little crotch rocket, but it's but it's an electric it's bike. It's a phantom so. menace. Is that what it is? Well, yeah, because you can't hear them coming. Oh. So, like, suddenly you're just, like, run over, and you're like, you don't even know who did it. You don't even know who Oh, you're run over. Yeah. No, like, so when I used to live in Vietnam, which sounds like such a thing that if you don't, since most of you don't know me, sounds yeah. like. Yeah, how <laughs> did you escape this, the human trafficking ring yeah. that you so, were sold into? Um, but yeah, I lived in, in Vietnam for about seven months because my dad was doing work there. And um, and so, but I, I was like in my early 20s. So I rented like a, a motorbike because that's the primary mode of transportation around there. And a friend of mine had an e-bike and, it, you know, electric bike. And so like you could never hear her coming. And we we called her the Phantom Menace because she, you know, you, you could never see her coming. But then she would just suddenly be there. And, oh, know, I thought you meant you were run crack. over by her. No. Can't well, hear her coming and bang. I'm like, well, look, you're getting I'm run over by e-bikes? She could run over somebody because <coughs> oh, very like it, you know the traffic in Vietnam is such that like you know there are a lot of accidents and things like that. So like you know someone would never see you coming and you could escape and nobody would ever like hear you. And so yeah. amazing. Anyway, well, he got one. He's very happy. He was going to get a motorcycle. In fact, he owned a motorcycle, just didn't have his license for it yet. So it was like, oh shit. And then he decided, okay, well I can get an e bike because you don't need a, a license for them and it's better for the environment. And I was like, great. So he picked one up lickety split like within a few days and then he brought it over to show me it was just kind of cool hmm. just cool happy for him it's a little side note thing but if anyone has any questions about e-bikes you know ask me now I'll you're ask an him. expert oh i'm far Naturally. from an, i'm far from an expert how dare you how dare you i'm killing you after the show um you can try you never catch me maybe not but you run out of energy eventually i'll just fucking get an e-bike apparently that's how you catch red um, just get on an e-bike. She'll never. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Apparently, you're <laughs> blind. <laughs> you still see them. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I want to tell. Okay, something that I was working on. I was telling you guys about for a while that I was working hard on something, and I think I even mentioned last week that like I got an email saying like it's coming, but I was apprehensive because you know the amount of emails you get where you're like, oh, congratulations, you've won ten million dollars because. Some, you know, prince in the middle of Namibia or whatever, Namibia, Namibia, what's the name of the country? Help yeah, me out here. Yeah, you is finally, it, is it Namib- Namibia? Yeah, you see, you can't do it. It's <laughs> fucking know, hard I, to I do. I was saying you finally got there. Nintendo. Timbuktu. Timbuktu. Yeah, that those guys, they got princes there. But anyways, he died, right? A prince dies and then they're like, oh, I've got to give you all my money because, you know, you got to buy supplements for me or something. But like you got to pay the taxes, so send me twenty thousand dollars. Oh, okay. And it's like I, what the fuck? Everyone's got that, and then it's all broken English. Hello, dear, and you're like, I would love to be love with you, and <laughs> you know, be here. To, I've died in fifteen million. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. But they always want you to give them money in order to get these funds released. You have to go buy a bunch of Best Buy cards and send them. I was like, what? <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Yeah, I was uh, I was applying for a grant, a small business grant, um, and I had to do a bunch of paperwork and fill out a bunch of stuff. And initially, they were like, "You're like," I went online and I was I, I filled out a questionnaire that basically established whether or not you were eligible. And according to the questionnaire, I was eligible. And then once I did all of the paperwork and filled out all of the forms and everything like that. Um, you know, I got an email response after a while. I told you guys about, you know, Hey, I just did all this stuff and I submitted something fingers crossed. This could be really good. Um, you know, I got a, I got a, an email saying, sorry, you're not eligible. And I was like, well, they're like, but if you have any questions or want to like appeal or whatever, you know, message here. And it took me a bit of time. Cause I was like, yeah, but the thing is like, it's like, it's not that like, Hey, you just have to have a small business. Like you had to have certain criteria, but there were certain categories of businesses that were eligible. And the thing was, I don't work for the business that I'm in as a brand ambassador, not comedian, like comedians, not eligible. Sorry, not eligible. Apparently the government of Canada does not see stand up comedy as an art form. So just, just a thing, but yeah, neither uh, do we. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe, maybe not mine, but any, any comedian, no, it's not an art form. You can stack rocks, make a nook shooks. You can throw like, ah, the amount of like stuff that's like, you oh, this is art. Chainsaw to carve a bear. But it, to me, that's art. Like I'm like, like a nook shooks where you stack rocks. I'm like, even that is slight art, but it's very simplistic art. The amount of comedians who've crafted really eloquent pieces of, 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 you know, topics and content and things like that. And you're like, that's insanely creative. Like poetry is just a bunch of fucking words. Like, I mean, why is that? It's, it's a form of expression. Anyways, we'll not get on that soapbox right now. Um, but that stuff that I do as a brand ambassador, subcontracted from marketing companies, like event spaces. So all the things like in-store instruction, um, working in event spaces, theaters, cinemas, uh, like I've worked in all of these spaces. Uh, you know, retail face-to-face stuff. So as a brand ambassador, I go into stores and I set up displays. Can't do that because of COVID. We would do conventions and event centers. You know what I mean? Like not, not available anymore. Um, I've hosted things in movie theaters. I've gone into like Best Buys and other retail stores hired by like Samsung or something to go in and teach them how to use a new product, instructing them on that. So I basically had to go, you guys are saying like, am I an instructor? No, I'm not a tutor but I'm hired by marketing companies to go and instruct different stores on things. So I'll have a small gig doing that. So I'm like, I, I check so many of the different industries you guys cover, but I'm not just like in that one industry. They're like, well, we don't cover marketing companies. Like oh, I don't work. I'm not, and I'm not an employee of the marketing company, right? If you own a grocery store, grocery stores are not eligible, but if a grocery store hires a guy to come put a sign on the front of the building, that guy's not an employee of the grocery store. He was he was an employee of his own company that installs signs. They can hire him to do a one-day job. Well, that's what marketing companies do for me. There's not enough work for me to be a permanent employee for that company. So I work for multiple different companies under this independent thing that I am, which is a brand ambassador. And whatever work they need done, I do that stuff. But it's instructing events. And like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, it checks the boxes of the kind of businesses you guys are trying to help, mm-hmm. you know? Like you're saying that someone who owns an event center, well, clearly they can't make any money right now because there's no large events. But what about the people who rent that event space? Like, how do you recognize that? Well, it's closed and not making money. So you got to, it's like saying, okay, we've got, we've got, uh, so we've got help for homeowners, but nothing for renters. It's like, but it's the same shit. One person owns the building other people are buying the space inside. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm saying all this because it was, I had to really fight for the fact that I am under all I'm, I'm first off I'm eligible according to your questionnaire and on top of that I definitely check a lot of these boxes so 
Um, I got an email last week. I told you guys about it was not in my account. It is now. So in terms of like some of the, the, just for, you know, for the, the hero of the story, uh, <laughs> the protagonist of this podcast, um, things are, are doing much better. And, uh, I am investing, uh, the grant money, uh, back into the business in the form of, uh, moving this in towards a, a video podcast. So one sec. <coughs> Corona. Okay. Um, the main thing is, is, uh, a lot of people have said over the years, like, I mean, I'm always asking you guys, you know, for, for feedback emails, just to get an idea of what things about the podcast you really do like, which ones you don't contact at one man podcast.com by the way. Um, but something I have heard over, over and over and over again is a lot of people are like, Hey, you should, you should do video with your podcast. Now in the last couple of weeks, it's, I've been like, okay, We've got a little extra money. I can pick up, you know, a camera. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use some of this time. Now there's a little bit of breathing room and not as much, you know, stress. Let me see if I can take, you know, my work endeavors and turn them into something. Well, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, there's a ton, a ton like red. Have you, you've done video before video projects and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, to me, it was, it's kind of like when I do something, I do it you know, to the best of my abilities, at least in terms of like researching and whatnot, like this podcast guys, there's weeks where I don't do a whole ton of notes or whatever it is. I haven't done a whole hell of a lot and you feel it. I feel it too. I don't, I don't put it out there and go, man, good week's work. Everybody tap, tap, tap. That was a, no, I'll, I'll be like this fucking this week was boring. Um, but <laughs> in terms of the audio equipment and the setup and everything like that, like we have, what we need to put a, a good thing out there with video. It's different. Cause it's, I was just like, okay, I can get a camera. But it's not like this. Like I have a recorder. I point a mic in my face. I hit record. I can roll out of bed and be in my underwear sitting behind my desk doing this podcast. Well, when you change to video, you're like, okay, well, now I need a, a video camera too. Then you look at the editing process. Okay, well, now I'm doing video. So if I edit, I have to find a clearer way to like do my cuts. And what do I do with the intro music and things like that? Like there's stuff to consider things are going to happen. So I go from a few, you know, maybe 15 minutes of editing after the podcast on audio to like, now I got to watch the video and see if anything happened. Then I got to be like, well, how do I look? I'm going to, I can't just roll out of bed and look like shit for the podcast. That's not a thing too. So I have to always make sure that I'm as prim and proper as a shaved ape can be for the podcast. Right. And then I'm like, well, where, where am I going to be recording this? Right. I'm going to be recording at my desk, but that's in my room. Well, a lot of times I'll have a bunch of shit kind of piled up on my bed or whatever when I get up. I'll I almost do this thing where like my desk is across from my bed and I will stack shit in my chair and on my desk. And then when I get up, I'll pull it out of the chair and off the desk and put it on the bed. Like it just moves back and forth until I have a chance to put shit away. Well, you can't do that if you're recording. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna just be like, hey, welcome to my trash heap. It's actually not that bad. It's just that it's it's in disarray. I don't have a I don't have a podcast studio. I have a room in a home full of animals. Remember I told you I stepped in their shit this week. Um so it's, it's difficult. Um, I also have got roommates where I've been doing interviews in the dining room with, you know, other guests and things like that. And people walk by and decide they need to talk to us, even though it's clear we're recording something, we're doing something. So I'm like, the space has to matter. So I've, I've also been looking into, well, what else do people do when they record? Oh, there's ring lights, right? You have to proper lighting and people will do a ring light. I'm like, okay, so I have to consider that. Then I just mentioned guests. I'm like, well, wait a second. If I'm doing guests, 
you know, I, it would be really difficult to have one camera and point it at both of us and just be a, a single shot for the whole video. That's not going to be particularly intending. Well, I'm going to need two cameras, one for me, one for the guest, and it'll be, you know, edits back and forth. Right. So now it's another cost. That means it's going to be two lights. And when people use ring lights, it's usually for a single camera thing on themselves. How do you use ring lights and sit across from somebody when both of you are obscured by cameras and ring lights in their faces? It, the conversation becomes a lot less organic. Right. And I can't have someone else sitting in my room with me behind my desk. There's no, there is no room for that. So that's not an option. Right. I'm looking at like Maybe green screens, like, like rent space. It's the, the idea is that like, so what I'm trying to explain with this guys is not like uh you know, not bitching and complaining or anything, but I'm saying that like, it isn't as simple as just go buy a camera and now you have a video podcast. I could, but it's not going to be, I, I would say realistically, I, I gotta be honest with myself. I wouldn't watch one. There's, there's YouTube channels that I, I, I think the people have something to say, but it's one camera. Nothing moves the entire time. Their lighting is shit. Their sound is shit. And I'm just like, this can't, I wouldn't put out a product like that. I wouldn't waste my time filming something and editing it to, for it to be shit on the end. So I'm like, I need proper lighting. I looked at, excuse me. <coughs> I looked at, uh, like pop-up backdrops. So not like the pop-up ones that are in like a roll, but it's almost like a flex wire that kind of folds in on itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But pops open, it's like five by seven. And I could lean it against my bed and then I can edit it in my either, either have just a black or white background. So it's just plain or alternatively uh, get a green screen. And then I researched how to put my own thing on the background through iMovie. So it's, it's a lot of, of research trying to figure things out. I'm trying to figure out different lightings. I spent probably two days looking at ring lights on Amazon and they're almost all identical. And a lot of them are designed purely for your phone. So like, yeah. and I'm like, well, I don't want to do a solo. I do do a solo podcast, but when I have a guest, I only have one phone. So I can't put like two different phones in these ring lights and record on that. It's just, um, I think what I'm trying to say in short is that there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts to go from just audio to video, um, space, background, lighting, quality, editing. Um, so I can tell you already, I have a lot of the equipment that I need to do it already. I'm still looking at finalizing certain pieces. Um, but it's going to be a process. So like, as much as I'm telling you guys like, Oh, we're looking into it. Like it'll be a little while. I'll be doing some practice stuff and, fucking around for a while and learning editing and trying to figure out how to streamline it because there's weeks where this podcast gets recorded, you know, late at night on a Tuesday or even early Wednesday morning, because I just don't have, a, I don't have the one hour, two hours plus a little bit of post-production to do it. So if I need an entire day to edit stuff and, and put things up, I would love to put graphics up. We're going to be talking about the conjuring. The devil made me do that. I would love to sit and chat and have the poster pop up beside me, you know, there's videos online that are super cool where they show you little clips from the movies and stuff. Like, I don't know if I'll get to that point. Every, uh, a friend of mine, Ryan McGlenob, who has a, a gaming channel, uh, said that the, the rule of thumb, or at least the industry sort of thing is it's about an hour's worth of editing for every five minutes of final product when you're switching cameras and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Right. And how long do I fucking talk for? So I probably want to kill myself for the first, but so I'm, I think what I'll be doing is, is you just cut it, cut it off at like 30 minutes. You're like, sorry, yeah. the video one's only 30 minutes. You want to hear the full thing? Listen to the audio. I, I think what I'm really going to rely on you onesies for is, is, um, if you do watch it, I, I need to know what you like and what you don't. 
I really do need the feedback because if I don't find that, that it's, that it's working or whatever, I'll definitely like pull it's, it's, this is a free podcast guys. It costs you nothing. Um, and I'm, and I'm very good. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm grateful for you listening, but, um, it's free. I can't justify spending half a day working on something that doesn't generate income. Um, so just know that like a little like, Hey, I like this. I like that or whatever. Like even now before I've, I've got all the well, equipment, once it's video, you, it won't like you'll generate income off of it. If you hit a certain amount of views, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if, if. I go from, you know, first off, I don't want to move a bunch of my onesies who are listening on audio over to another platform. All I've done is just created more work and I've moved, moved listeners right from downloads to views or whatever. But, uh, I think the main thing, like I said, you guys can, can message now contact at one man How many of you who are currently listeners would change platforms? A lot of you have told me you listen when you're in the car, you listen, you're doing other things. So switching to like for, for you guys, don't get me wrong. I'm not switching to video in terms of like, it'll only be on YouTube, wherever you're listening now, it will continue to be audio only. But for those who are like, Oh, I don't listen to podcasts, but I'd watch a YouTube video. Just let me know if any of you are like, yeah, I would prefer see a video than, than listen to the audio. You know, um, we're working on it. And, and, and I know I'm chatting at length about it, but it has consumed a lot of my spare time as of late researching and figuring out what's the right equipment and also not just trying to break the bank to do it. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to play around with it. I'm excited to, to put forward something for you guys. Um, I spent a lot of time on the 200th episode that was just audio, but that was a lot of like sitting down and recording interviews. That was, that was 10 one hour long interviews that all got edited down to about 15, 20 minutes each. Um, it was a lot of time, it was a lot of work, but I was happy to do it. And I'm, I'm happy with, with how the final product ended up. Um, you know, it was a big endeavor. It's not like let's do a couple little cut-ins. It, it was, it was a lot of work, but I had a good time doing it. Um, and I'm looking forward to this next part. I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, we're episode 215 today. I'm hoping that by episode 250 we're video. Now that's, that's several weeks in the difference. I'm sure it'll be much sooner than that, but work in progress. What you guys can do in the meantime, let me know uh, what you're thinking of. Okay. That was, sorry. That was just, I had to tell you guys we're, we're working on it hard. And if anyone's like, Hey, what goes into it? I, I will that a lot of fucking factors. Um, how are you doing? Right. You doing all right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. I don't even have to put all this stuff in here. Um, a <clears throat> couple cool things. Okay. So I, I, uh, this week I went to, uh, a pizza place that I haven't been to in a while. Uh, called Joe's Pizza in Ottawa. Fantastic pizza. Um, this place uh, I have known for years. So since I was in high school, um, they used to have the place directly across from a very big movie theater in Ottawa. The I'd say for Red, there was a Coliseum. Um, oh. but, but a lot of listeners all over the world, like it wouldn't matter to you guys. But it's one of those big theaters. It's got like, you know, 12 theaters inside or 16 theaters inside, whatever it is. And we used to run and get a, a slice of pizza across the street at Joe's before we go swimming. And I remember doing this in high school. There was even uh, even one time where, where Mika and myself decided like, hey, let's get a walk-in special. Because they didn't always have slices. We'd go over there and like, ah, oh, where are the slices right now, boys? But they'd have like a $10 walk-in large pepperoni. I remember one time we got that. And we're standing in the parking lot of the movie theater, like eating a pizza out of this box, you know, outside before the movie. It was just fun. It was a, it was a great pie. And this place, Joe's, <coughs> excuse me, was named after the owner's son, who I'm guessing 18 years ago, 20 years ago now, I'm 38. So 18. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he would have been a, a, a little kid 
very, very little kid. Um, Joe is now 50, 50 running it with his dad. In fact, he actually works more than his dad does the business and he has for years. Um, their location has moved around a little bit. Uh, when I worked at Telus, um, one of their family members was my colleague. So I've, I guess I've sort of known the business and I've known some of the family members for some time. Great, great people. Um, they've always been very kind. They make, first off, they make great food. So I remember, like I said, I, I knew them because I liked their stuff. It wasn't like they were family, friends, whatever. I just learned more and more about them as I got older. Um, the, uh, another family member, Greg, um, owns a restaurant in Ottawa called Reynolds and Reynolds restaurant is absolutely amazing. They do a great breakfast. They're pretty much known for the breakfast. A lot of blue collar people, uh, workers and things like that will, uh, go to Reynolds for breakfast. And this is what well, a lot of this is pre COVID stuff. Of course, they're actually, I just asked them the other day, they're starting to open up their, uh, their patio and things like that too. Sorry, a little cough break there, guys. Yeah, so Reynolds has opened a patio now uh, recently because Ottawa is starting to open restaurants again. And they do great breakfast. They're known for breakfast. There was a period of my life uh, where my friend Dave and I See, were going there. No? No. It's, you, so um, now this is, forgive me, guys. This is just for me to connect with Red here. But they're actually like on a little side street just off of Carling where that Canadian tire is by Cole. So nope. Churchill area? Nope, don't know that area. You don't know that area at all? Mm-mm. You're not familiar with Churchill and Carling? Okay. Um, Maitland and Carling. It's not be a fun. It's been too long now, I think. Well, they're in a little industrial area, like Clyde, Merivale, Baseline, Carling in, in, yeah. in that area. The only but breakfast there's... place I really remember, well, obviously Elgin Street Diner. Oh, well. And, but then um, there's, there's no one that's place. been around since forever at like um, Ottawa U. Yes, father and sons or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been there and I haven't been to Elgin Street. And Elgin Street Diner is more known as like a breakfast place at 2 a.m. Yeah. for the drunk people. <laughs> but no, Reynolds is like the blue collar guys. So, because that whole area is like industrial, you know, shops and this and that. So like this is all blue collar people go to the restaurant. It's off. It's in that area too. Like it doesn't need to be out in the street for a walk by. They're jammed with just regulars and things like that. So even myself and, and my friend Dave, um, we would go to Reynolds probably three, four times a week, just go have breakfast and then go do our days as uh, you know, this was a while back. I remember I started driving Uber and things like that and I wasn't free in the mornings anymore. Um, but, but good spot. Uh, Greg, the owner actually partnered with some of my comedy shows, the, uh, the hilarious bastard shows that I was doing years ago. And they had like a special for the Joe's pizza and stuff like that. Hilarious bastard special. You know what I mean? Just a little cross promo, a little thing for anyone who's coming to show. Hey, go get yourself a pie, you know, mm-hmm. discounted pie. Good support. Anyways, uh, I, I've, I've loved their family, uh, for a long time. Just good, good people. And you won't be disappointed. Joe's Pizza. I just wanted to give him a good plug. Joe's Pizza um, on Merivale in Ottawa. So again, my Ottawa onesies, the ones local here. Um, please uh, check it out. Check it out. They make that. I here's the thing. A lot of pizza places do other things too, sandwiches and stuff like that. I can't really speak to them. I haven't tried them. I, I got. I go to a pizza joint for pizza. I go to a sandwich joint for a sandwich. You want to call a pizza place and get a sandwich? By all means, try Joe's stuff out. I just can't give it a five stars because I've never tried it. However, their pizza. Amazing. Love their pizza. Can't say enough good things about it. Um, same thing, Reynolds. You want to go for a nice breakfast, super affordable. You know what I mean? Like this place is now they're gonna charge you like 16 bucks for bacon and eggs. Get the fuck out of here with that. That's insane. Red, do you even go for breakfast? 
We haven't for a long time. We yeah. like, well, mostly because like, well, I mean, COVID, right? That's like practically two years now. Right, exactly. And like, you know, two years ago, how old was Ronan? Like, you know, three, barely three. You know, so I mean, we were. It's been a, probably a long time we since you've been able to going, go for breakfast. Well, we're just, we weren't going out of like you know because it was just too difficult because he, you know him sitting for that long you know yeah was just it wasn't worth the effort. But we used to love to go to breakfast all the time, um, like before Ronan, and then it's actually funny because just like as thing it was like the end of February, like that um, we took him out for dinner to like Boston pizza or something like that. Um, which is just like a chain around here. Yeah. Um, and, um, and we're like, Oh, that actually went really well. He sat for the whole thing. And like, you know, he, he was like, thought it was so cool that he was like, where, where's the food coming from? And he was just like, you know, amazed at it. So it was like, I was like, Oh man, we, we're going to have to do this again. And then everything shut down. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, right. When you're like, Hey, this could work. When you did go for breakfast, did you go to like what people call the greasy spoon? Like you go yeah. to places like five dollar breakfast, or were you like, oh, we got to go to Cora's where bacon yeah. and eggs well, is fifteen dollars? Yeah, sometimes we would go to Cora's because I mean that's you know. If you want something other, like if you want something other than your standard breakfast, I get it. You want eggs, Benny, or you want it wrapped in a crepe and yeah. with tons of like I get, I get that. If you want to go for a decadent breakfast, I get yeah. that. No, no, no. But, but you should still have bacon and eggs on your menu for five, six bucks. Mm -hmm. Like they're not expensive. Yeah. at all so the yeah. the food margins on that yeah actually like <sighs> for a very brief time we talked about because my husband's a chef so for a very brief time we talked about like what if we were to open a restaurant and the only kind of restaurant we would ever consider opening breakfast? would be a breakfast and the margins are good yeah. for it yeah yeah well yeah and then you can like you can run a breakfast place in the morning and there's <coughs> a couple places in london that have done it where they run a breakfast place in the morning and then somebody else uses the same space to run a different restaurant in the evening for dinner. Interesting. So like that there then, you know, so you share the lee the rental of the like property and but you know, you're each kind of, you know, like and then you can promote each other kind of thing. Yeah. It was it's really interesting and it was quite successful actually. So um yeah, but so yeah, it's the only thing. And then you can kind of still like, you can kind of do brunch things and be creative as a chef, right? you know, when you feel like it. But for the most part, you're just, you know, you're able to be successful because who doesn't love breakfast? Breakfast is a, is a hard meal to fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like when we say breakfast, we're talking bacon, eggs, home fries, toast, like yeah. mm -hmm. breakfast. And everybody loves just that. Yeah. Just going for breakfast. You yeah. Know? You know, it's a nice start to your day. You feel good afterwards. Mm -hmm. You have to start off good meal, meals yeah, made not, for like, you. you breaking the bank on it. Generally. Unless you're going to these places that are like, oh, bacon and eggs, that'll be $16.99. You're like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> I will see, yeah, yeah, that's that's the place where you're allowed to send your eggs back because they're not exactly <laughs> what you asked for. It's a little runnier than I would have liked. Ah, well, it's five bucks. We want sure I'll eat it. Uh sixteen dollar eggs. Uh back. Take them Take back. It. See this um, snotty little shit on the outside? I asked for an eggless omelet. Yeah. An eggless omelet. <laughs> My husband has actually had a server come back and be like, uh, can we do an, somebody asked for an eggless omelet. Can we do that? And he's like, like, I think they said salad. So they want <laughs> stir fried vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, like, I, are you sure they didn't mean an egg white? Egg white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I get an egg like, can Please go back and clarify. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So yeah. In, uh, in Ottawa, Joe's pizza for a good pie, Reynolds restaurant for a reasonable breakfast. 
and uh, and good times. Joey, like I said, a young pup uh, when they named the business after him, now running it. I like that story. You know, my dad's got this pizza joint. You know, named it after me. Now I'm I'm running the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good to them. I actually went back another time last week uh, to to bring my mama pie. So uh, it was good seeing them. I'm glad that they're doing well. And, uh, you know, guys, if you're looking for a nice breakfast joint, go there and tell them Josh Williams. Uh, and of course, Vanessa, even though she had no idea what it was, <laughs> yeah, uh, read, uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh from the one man podcast sent you. All right. Um, not a paid ad, just, uh, just they're good people. And, uh, you know, I want I want them to stay, you know, a lot of businesses shut down over COVID. I want them to stick around. Um, what else? <clears throat> Let's talk about this conjuring thing. Then I'll tell you guys some, uh, some good news. We'll do a top and then, five and, and then, then get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you doing in Arden? Maybe. You want to talk about that? Well, I mean, you're like, I'm in Arden. I'll come visit you and sign autographs. I won't tell you why I'm here. I'm here while we're spending time with you, obviously. Yeah. Well, you're on vacation. Well, we we invited you to come join us. Well, tell, you tell everybody why I'm here. Well, okay. So, so last last summer, obviously, everybody was all locked down from the pandemic, right? And, you know, having a young this child. This is the first I've being, heard of this. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, being, you know, stuck at home all summer long. And yes, you know, you're in the summer, you can get outside and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just not being able to go anywhere and then, you know, being envious of all those people that have their own cottages and can just could just get away, mm-hmm. you know, like without much ordeal. And so I was like, you know, as the summer ended, I was like, I'll be damned if that's going to be me next summer again. So I started looking at places to rent and then quickly realized in August how like they were getting booked up already. So last September I booked this place, um, you know, and, but then time went on and we were in lockdown and you booked this place last summer, last September. Okay. Yeah. Because everything was getting booked up. And, um, and so, uh, because I, I was just like, I'm not going to be stuck at home again, you know? And so, and it was sort of with the view that like we bought, we rented a place big enough that people could come and join us here. But as time went on, um, you know, some of our friends who were thinking of bringing, you know, like ended up having COVID babies. And, um, so like they were sort of out for, you know, being able to travel at this time. And then we were in and out of lockdown. And so it was hard to kind of say, you know, really invite people, Mm-hmm. So it was like a little bit last minute that I really started thinking about like, okay, I think, I think everything's going to be fine and we're going to be opened up a bit more. And I think, you know, some people can join us, but by that point, you know, a lot of people like weren't able to get time off work or whatever. Um, uh, and we weren't so sure about the internet situation here. So I reached out to my good buddy, Josh. That's me. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you, you're working and you, I mean, not I don't want to say that you don't have anything better to do, but your your schedule is flexible. Yes, that's incredibly fair. Yes, so, my schedule is flexible. So I was, you know, I put it out to Josh here if he wanted to come join us for a couple of nights. Also, my always, company is incredibly pleasurable. Exactly. That's what I was just <laughs> going to follow with, that we do enjoy spending time with Josh. And my son loves Josh. Um, he was actually, like, talking nonstop about when Josh was going to get here. So I just put it out to him to see if he wanted to join us. So um, here he is. We we have been able to leave the confines of our house. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm uh, honestly, I'm happy for you guys because I know like you work all the time. <clears throat> it's so funny. It's just the way the universe is sometimes is that for me, it's been very quiet, very scary and nothing. And then I just started, things started opening up and even to receive this grant is great, but it's been like, okay, now you have some money to start 
working more on things. Mm-hmm. So in the in the week that you have off and to just enjoy this and for me to come is when like marketing gigs. Like I, I even I didn't even write it down, but I, I started doing some of those skip things this week. I won't even talk about it because it's boring and stupid. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I've started working and I've got a full week. Like I was late getting here because I had a bunch of stuff I was doing. And then I have even more appointments and things. So I've got to leave a little earlier than I expected to. But uh, we're doing this podcast, which is a fun thing. I love whenever we get together, we get to co-host a podcast. Yeah, yeah on the lake. On the lake. Podcast on the lake. That's yeah, a pretty nice lake out here in Arden. And we're definitely enjoying. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wander around with my phone and take my, some pictures and put them on the Instagram, guys. pretty much is living in the lake. So it was, when it's cold, it was it like was 10 shitty degrees. today. 10 degrees this morning and he was like i'm going swimming and i'm like have yeah. at her <laughs> yeah 10 degrees celsius yeah. uh america um still shitty cold mm-hmm. like yeah i i brought shorts and t-shirt because it's been oppressively hot yeah, in ottawa it was hot like the last few days here too but just today it turned yep. no just the morning i wake up and i'm like i can't live here right now because <laughs> i'm freezing i thought it was june borderline july apparently it's february um no, it's it's been fun, and I'll I'll take some pictures, throw them up the Instagram guys, so you can see what the place looks like. But we're having fun. We're gonna we're gonna friggin' tie one on later on. Have some drinks, play some uh, some wad games, mm-hmm. have some food. What's John cooking for dinner? Burgers. Fur burgers. That's gross, dude. We're at the cottage. It ain't fat. It ain't fancy at the cottage. I don't care. Do you know what a fur burger is? No. Well, it was just a gross comment. Vaginas are fur burgers. Okay, well, let's just. You're like, dude, we're there. at the cottage. Look, <laughs> it's gonna be simple. You don't I get you meant, like fur squirrels burgers. or something. No, that's. <laughs> See, it's fun to not know. You end up with something funnier than just let me research what a fur burger. Oh, it's gross. It's an unshaved pussy. Gross. I mean, that's I should disgusting. have. I should have known better, but. Yeah, you corrected me on something we were watching tv with him earlier and i said something like no it's that it like you corrected the joke (laughs) (laughs) and then you just (laughs) i'm like i love when everyone thinks i'm serious that's the funniest part um yeah so we're here at the cottage we're gonna have fun i don't are we gonna do a fire tonight like do we have time for that end games actually a fire ban so we were like against the law having oh okay because when i got here last night there was a fire i got here and it was dark which Um, is weird because it like poured (coughs) it absolutely poured like two nights ago so mm-hmm. i i know we'll check again but as it stands there's a fire ban you're not a big fan of horror movies right uh no, well no that's not true i'm not a fan of gore okay gore movies. what's your what would you say is the scariest movie that you watch or would watch mm-hmm. like you've seen the exorcist yes yeah and did you find it good or you're like i'd never watch that shit no, no, that was good. Okay. I've seen all the Exorcists, actually. Oh, really? I started like watching the second movies. one. I didn't like it. I was like, this doesn't have the same vibe as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you watch the Conjuring movies? Uh, I can't remember. The Annabelle series? No, like the not ones? Annabelle. I don't do dolls. Yeah. So, the, well, that's part of the Conjuring universe. I've the, wa- what is the one where like, there is the doll in the movie? Um, it opens with Annabelle in the first Conjuring movie. And and she's in like a cage mm-hmm. and escapes. That's Annabelle comes home. She's in a no, cage. It no, no. This like it wasn't an Annabelle. It's like based on a true story. Mm-hmm. The two people who mm-hmm. like that's the Conjuring. Okay, I've probably seen one then. Yeah, it's about know. it's about Ed and Lorraine Warren. So the idea is that in the very beginning of that movie, it talks about Annabelle the haunted doll. 
and they're talking to the nurses from the story that that the doll came from or whatever. And uh, so Ed and Lorraine Warren are two real people. They're both deceased now. Um, but but uh, Elaine or sorry, yeah, Ed, Lorraine. Sorry, I was like Elaine. It's Ed and Lorraine. Lorraine was actually a cameoed in the first Conjuring movie. So the one where they mm-hmm. started off with the Annabelle doll. So Ed and Lorraine are quote unquote demonologists. Mm-hmm. So when people reported hauntings, Ed and Lorraine Warren would show up and, and look, and she was allegedly a clairvoyant and Ed was just working with her. They were the only couple sanctioned by the Catholic church who were not priests to perform exorcisms. So of all the people in the world, you know, like priests can perform exorcism. And Ed and Lorraine Warren could perform exorcisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents just read a book, uh, I think in the 70s, <clears throat> called The Demonologists. And it was about Ed and Lorraine Warren and some of the things that they had had seen or whatever. Um, so anyways, the story of Annabelle. Annabelle's a real doll, but she's a Raggedy Ann doll. She's not like she looks in the movie. She's a Raggedy Ann doll. Um, the the quote unquote, like the real, the one in reality, the one locked behind glass. But uh and I, it's funny because I knew about all of these stories long before they ever started to make these movies because my parents read stuff about them. Not necessarily avid believers, but just fascinating stuff. Anyways, the very beginning of the first Conjuring movie, um, they're telling the stories of the nurses who had Annabelle. But uh, in the movie, they, they take the doll and they put it in their museum, mm-hmm. right? So you see that in the, in the opening is that they've got a room of all the sort of items because the way they looked at it is like – you keep the thing because if something's attached to this thing, if you destroy the thing, you release – it's almost like yeah. breaking the shackles on it. Again, this is all like – it's like when you're talking about vampires. Oh, well, you're not, they can't come in and divide it. The sun kills them. They're not the real. I'm like, yes, not real, but the lore is this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So with Ed and Lorraine, um, the new movie is The Devil Made Me Do It, The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. So the first one that they did – was about like not the bell witch, but about some witch. The first Conjuring movie had the story of some whatever, and obviously it's changed and whatever. It's based on a true story, but but it's still a a, a true story whether it's real or not. It it's with the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. The second one was like the uh, the Edenfield poltergeist or whatever, the one in the UK. That's the second Conjuring movie, and then finally the third one is the Devil Made Me Do It. This is the Conjuring Annabelle as. The story of her being taken from nurses, that happened. And then everything that's sensationalized in the movies is just story fodder, whatever. The nun, all that shit. None of that shit's ever been recorded as a, an event that happened. It's just movie fodder. Um, the Devil Made Me Do It, though, is about a kid. And I, I was, I, I just figured, oh, The Devil Made Me. That's a saying you've heard before, right? The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a real case uh, of somebody who was murdered someone while possessed. And so the whole idea was like the trial was like, well, how do you how do you charge someone who is possessed by a demon, right? And so the first thing you'd have to do is get people to believe that you were in fact possessed. Like, did you do something? Did you do did you do it, or the devil made me do it? So it was based on that real story. So instead of it being like a story of someone's possessed and just how we get how do we do the exorcism, it's like they get possessed very early on in the movie and then kill someone, and now it's about how do we. And of course, it's sensationalized and Hollywoodified and all that to make you jump scare and whatever. But um, of the Conjuring movies that were done particularly well, this one was like, I'm like, I watched this and I was like, they need to stop making these now. If this mm-hmm. is like, they, like it's done, it's run its course, find yeah. something else. Because the one I watched was <clears throat> quite good. What? We, no, we stopped it. 
we stopped at a point like right almost at the end because we were it was got too much with the stupid doll and we were like nope 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 but we realized it really wasn't did you watch annabelle the beginning no, or, no, we don't. No, it would not have been Annabelle. We would not have watched. They it. wouldn't have had the doll. I don't think I the highly doll. Doubt we would have watched Annabelle. Hmm. All I know is that the only one that had the doll in the in the 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 movie was like at the beginning. They did the, like the, the other Conjuring ones. Like they always always called Annabelle. There was like Annabelle, and then Annabelle mm-hmm. comes home. Yeah, I highly doubt we would have watched. I'm pretty sure. I'll double check. Was was were they stuck in the house, the same house as the little museum with all the trinkets and stuff? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Annabelle comes home. I don't know. There was a was there a werewolf in it and kids hiding in a chicken coop? Does that ring a bell? No. Uh pizza delivery kid. Was it two girl was it three little girls? Did they play? No, it was a, like the family. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Was there, there was like was a there, family that's being like um like terrorized okay <clears throat> Did they, were they british i don't remember okay i'm trying to think of some of the things that that might ring a bell. anyways it doesn't really matter but well I, yeah i mean i guess i always bug you off the air but yeah anyways these movies were scary they were creepy they did a good job of creeping now when you said there was too much with the doll do you mean it like it freaked you out there was too much with the doll yeah, we we're like no this this doll is becoming a major part of this movie and you don't no, do dolls no you ever watch the Chucky movies? No, nope, no. Nope. They're actually funny. Yeah. And I'm a huge pussy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't sleep that. in your goddamn murder shack yeah. last night. But <laughs> no, I would tell you the Chucky movies worth a watch. Honest to God, you do not have to be afraid of them because he's cracking jokes all the time. I have I have a thing with uh with okay, so like like if I was if you were watching a killer, do you think it's scarier if the killer talks or if he doesn't? Like you got your Freddy Krueger who's like cracking wise. He's got the glove hand. He attacks you in your dreams, but he's always making jokes and he's always doing shitty puns. Still kills you, but he's saying things. And then you have Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers who just say nothing. They're just coming at you and that's it. No, no rhyme, no reason, no motive, just others. They're, they're killer. Which one do you find is more? No, no, but I'm saying that like, let's just say you, you've got two things. What do you think is scarier? Talking or not talking? No, I don't think it's like one or the other. You don't think, think so? It just depends on the character. I I personally would be more... And again, I'm not talking movies. I'm talking like if something was coming to, to yeah. get me. I find a guy who's wielding a knife or whatever and coming at me and saying like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to fucking kill you. You fuck... Like, like, I find that less scary personally because I'm like, I can hear... It's like when someone is in my presence and they're not talking. Not trying to kill me, but I'm way more uncomfortable not knowing where you're at. Whereas Freddie's like, I'm coming to get you. I'm going to fucking, it's like, well, I know what you want. You want to fucking get me. But Mm -hmm. just this quiet thing that's coming at you, no motive, no idea what it's thinking or whatever, just coming for, I don't know. The, I guess it's the unknown to me. The unknown is scary. Whereas like your parents burned me and the fucking blah, blah, blah. Now I'm going to get you. I'm like, all right, well, I know where you're coming from. I'll just avoid you asshole. (laughs) But you're not like, you're not adding an extra head game layer of like, what? What the fuck, dude? Right? Don't you find you see those movies where like somebody's be standing at the end of an alley and it's just a silhouette, like, "Hey, what do you want, buddy?" Mm-hmm. They just stand there. Yo, no, get the fuck I out of here, asshole! And then there's think- no response. Then they just turn and walk away, and you're like, "Oh, you know, he's coming back to get them from somewhere else." Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's more the supernatural kind of stuff that mm-hmm. freaks me out. Do you believe in that? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in the supernatural? Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? 
No, I'm no wrong answer. Just curious. I don't know. No, I just have you ever had any experiences? Yeah. You have the floor. <laughs> no. Well, we lived in a house um, in Ottawa that was that was haunted, um, and, and not necessarily not in like a bad way. Like, um, but uh, like get a little ghost massage like, every now and again. Was, like it was haunted um, in a good way. Well, we had like um like a what they called a, like a servant staircase. In the house. That's the second case that goes down to the kitchen or something? Yeah, it goes from like the second floor to the, directly to the kitchen. Um, And like it, like it's fully enclosed. Like, you know, most staircases like are kind of, you know, have the banister that leave kind of like an open, openness to them. But this is like walls on both sides, like all the way up to the ceiling kind of thing. And like there we moved in and like there were these like weird like children's kind of drawings all over like someone had some child had like taken a marker to the wall and just you know drawn all over it and um and like and i remember them like you know my like always being there and apparently my parents tried to like paint over it and they would come show through and they tried to wallpaper it and the wallpaper wouldn't stick and it was like you know just these like weird you know, children. And then my mom swore that she saw like of the main staircase kind of had a landing. It would go up and then there was a landing and it turned and went up. Um, and she would always like, she would get up in the night and hear like crying and there'd be like, um, a child like on the landing when we first moved in. Mm -hmm. And then like, and then it kind of like went away almost like, like became like happy almost because there were other like children in the house because when we went to move away, she saw it again, like crying, like that we were like moving or whatever. But this is, I mean, that's my mom saying things. Right. But did you ever see this? Did you ever see, Oh, you saw the drawings? Oh yeah. The drawings for sure. were always there like on the staircase. Right. So like, like we couldn't paint, like, like why would we just leave them there? Like they were like clearly like just, bad children's drawings right right you know on the wall it's not something you would just leave up you know you would obviously try and paint over it so like i believe them that like you know they had tried to do something about this you know and like nothing could be done about it they it just had to be left it's interesting like i don't i don't claim to be someone who's like you know oh that's it's just like i've watched a million ghost hunter shows they go to like the scariest places on earth and they still catch zero footage of anything like that Mm -hmm. it's it's odd it's odd um well cool so that and that freaks you out no well, it just means that like for me like i believe that something of that nature is true and so it leaves open the possibility of you know all possibilities right well that was one of the things that they put to bring it back to the movie is that was one of the things that they said you know in the conjuring devil made me do it is they're talking to like the lawyer and it's like you're trying to get me to go into court and say that a demon did it it's like well, people go into court all the time and they've been swearing on the Bible to God that they're telling the truth. I think if we've got God so ingrained in the justice system in that regard, we have to recognize the presence of the devil, you know? And I was like, yeah, not a bad counter argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, whatever. It was what it was. If you guys like the Conjuring series, you get it. Uh, we paid the twenty five ninety nine to rent it or whatever on like Amazon mm-hmm. or something. And it was like, <clears throat> I, 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 uh, it was it wasn't shit. It just wasn't worth like, you know, two price of admission. Like I think this this pony is 
Time to lead it out to pasture. Oh, you like horses. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so I'm going to do one more thing, and then we'll do our top five, and then we'll we'll get back to our lives. Um, Just for Laughs album recording that I did back in uh, the wintertime. Yeah, it's out now. It's out now. It is called. Um, it's come out today. It is a streaming on like Spotify and Apple Music and a bunch of other things. And the uh, episode, sorry, the, the album is called Stand Up Capital workplace knife haiku so that's really cool that that's out now um it's on the instagram story right now you guys can see it in my post so i've actually uh, put a link in my bio so you click on that and um not all the comics that were uh on this show the recordings uh, ended up making it to the album so i'm very grateful yeah, to just and, for laughs your your best friend here uh is closing out the cd too yeah yeah, I'm I'm the last three tracks on it, guys. I hope that means a good thing or not. Like, hey, are you guys still listening to this? Well, here's here's this guy. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's there, guys. I don't know how it works <laughs> in terms of the payouts. I don't know if you have to buy the album and I get a piece of it or whatever it is. But uh, there must be something when you stream the tracks for for that out there. So uh, please Just put it on repeat. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it would like recognize <laughs> the ping something, but. But guys, uh, check it out. Stand Up Capital, Workplace Knife Haiku. You don't have to remember all that. All you have to do is go to my Instagram, uh, One Man Podcast, and uh, click on the link in the bio. And you guys can listen to the entire album on whatever your preferred streaming platform is. Do it, or else the devil will get you. <laughs> I would, the devil I, made I, me do it. I wish I could sick him on people who aren't like respecting my fucking... I, I think it's going to be great. I hope you guys like the the tracks I did. I won't listen to it because I can't stand listening. I'm so critical of my own shit. So, uh, of course, I assume that you didn't have an opportunity to listen to it yet. Right? You couldn't give any no. feedback on how it was. All right. Well, it's out there, guys. That's the uh, that's the uh, the Just for Laughs uh, album that I did. It's out. And uh, it'll be nice to get some uh, royalty, um, you know, royalty that cash, uh, cash that cash money. So that's how you guys can help the podcast too, is listen to my my nonsense on, uh, you know, and you'll also hear me on Sirius Satellite Radio. So it's released, the album is out now, but the these tracks will be playing on uh, Canada, sorry, Just for Last Canada, uh, Channel 168 on Sirius XM. So feel free to tune into that. 168, yo. Not to be confused, <clears throat> 169. Oh, it's 69? That's a funny one because it's like sucking each other's private pets. Fur burgers and sausages for dinner in the old 69 town. Uh, <laughs> just made a goofy face. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you cross your eyes and do that. Um, top five girl, you got your, oh, yeah. uh, you got your phone ready guys. Top five this week, um, was difficult to come up with. Not, not only because I spent no time working on it, but there's like a lot of these little things. And I think I kind of just rather than I, I spent some time this morning sitting with my clipboard, trying to write out all the different little things. So the top five this week is the small things that bring me joy. I invited red to write a top five list. Uh, the same, the same list. Uh, she had it done in like five in minutes. No time. Yeah, she was done in no time. Um, I'm so joyful. I was going to say that you're, you've probably like only a few things make me happy and here they are. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so grateful that I've just got this list that's running on. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to invite you to the first so top five small things that bring me joy. Now we didn't discuss this beforehand, but I, I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of used a loose definition of the word small. So rather than small physical things, I figure simple occurrences. My number five, I'm not confident actually fits in the small thing, but you can throw off small small things. things. Yeah. If you want to throw a flag on the play for number five, five is the only one that I, I don't, I think someone could argue it's not a small thing, 
but it's something that came to mind. I did have other things on the list and it's something that I, I used to do on enough of a regular basis. And it really did, you know, it really was something that I looked forward to. So I will invite you to open up with number five, five, uh, what's number five on your list of small things that bring you joy. Okay. Well, I didn't really order them, but well, then uh, you better fucking pick one. Look okay, at this. Well, no, no, I'm just I crushed it. And you don't even have, I, that's like, fine. Do it. Do it. Number five. Okay. Um, so, uh, I guess sitting like, and I, I was having a hard time like putting this into like a short sentence, but like yeah. that that like time when you're just quietly in nature, like uh, this happens a lot to me. Like, uh, so I have a vegetable garden um, in our backyard, and so like often, like first thing in the morning, I'll kind of like go outside and check on it, and it's you know, and it's quiet out, like you know, nobody's really like out and about, no kids yeah. really yelling, screaming. So you get to kind of like you go outside and that like first first breath of fresh air. And the birds chirping and, um, you know, the sun shining on your it's face. It's like your backyard Cinderella and moment just, or, you know, or so Snow White. Like, you just feel really like, you know, blessed to be, you know, grateful I, to be alive. You know what? That's that's a nice thing. I feel like you have a lot of things. You're like the sun on my face, the fresh air. I'm like, look, all of those are small things in and of themselves. Yeah. But, it's, but like I'll it's I'll, that I'll tell you what, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to distill it down to when you check your garden. So the goal it's checking the garden. So in the morning, a small thing that brings no, you joy no, is checking in your garden. All the like in other situations too. That's sure. like a specific example. Like there were other times where I'll just, you know, kind of like go for a walk, and that first moment when you get outside, you kind of like take so, a deep breath. So then, like, I, you know, okay, so it's the stepping outside in the morning would yeah. be the small thing or whatever, leaving the house. Yeah, but I mean, it has to be you know like quiet and the sun shining, and you know, like kind of like you're just like grateful to be alive. Okay, fair. <laughs> It's like, what's a small thing that brings you happy? Life in its entirety. Okay, that's everything. Um, my number five is uh, going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I said that I, I'm, I'm open to the idea it's not exactly a small thing. But, um, but it used I, to be in, like a kind of a fairly common occurrence. Yeah, well, I like getting out of my house. Like, like watching movies is not a big deal, but there was a period of my life where I was working so much so often that I wouldn't even allow myself to watch a TV show when I was at home. I felt really guilty doing anything like that. So the only time I would allow myself to actually like watch a movie is if I went to the movies. Cause otherwise like I would, I would, I would watch a movie when I was eating, I would, I would make my dinner, sit down, turn something on and I'd watch in 15 minutes when I was done eating, I'd turn it off. And I would like, you know, after a few meals, I would have the movie watched. Because I was like, I can't just sit down and watch two hours. I got, I got stuff to do. I got work. You know, I was driving Uber and delivering pizza. So I was like, you can't watch movie. Go work if you're going to waste time. So I would allow myself, you know, a couple times a week to go see a movie. I got my, I'm not sitting in my house looking at all the different chores and tasks I should be doing and all the things. It was just escape from me. Go sit down and watch and, and escape into the movie, right? Not just get out of the house and your tasks, but escape who you are for a couple hours enjoy something uh, and, and i do miss going to movies that was my number five a small thing that brings me to just a night out in movies number four red uh clean sheets yeah yeah like when you get into bed and like you know you've just put clean sheets on the bed and you're like ah oh, yeah yeah clean sheets fair clean sheets are a good one <laughs> uh my number four is uh receiving a package yeah. So going to the going to the door and a package came. Oh fuck. Even so I will say, like when I'm expecting it, the doorbell rings, I grab it. Oh, great. But when I'm not expecting it, right? And I, I mean like in all fairness, a lot of the packages I have coming, I'm expecting. But I had something show up yesterday that I forgot I had ordered. And I was like, oh fuck yeah. 
You know what I mean? I came home and it was sitting on the front porch. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm excited for this one. So receiving a package, you know, even better when I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Number three. Um, like my uh, first sip of tea. I mean, I think it happens to coffee drinkers too. It's, I don't really get it as much with coffee. But, okay. But yeah, like, you know, the, the tea is still like hot, but not too hot that it's like burning your mouth and you've like prepared it, you know, perfectly. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the shit. It's uh, mine. I've got, I've got one on my list. It's very similar. Uh, my number three is when you first get into bed. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you pull back the keys, you lay down, you're like, oh, like to me, I'm just like, I get the clean sheets part. I don't, I don't clean my sheets every day, but every day when I get into bed and just pull the covers, I'm like, oh yeah, like there's, it's over for today. Mm-hmm. That's always a great feeling to me. I love getting into bed even if i'm having a nap you ever have a nap in the afternoon as soon as you get like oh fuck yeah do you ever have a nap in the afternoon? do you ever though i'm not saying no. like often never get a nap never no. like i can't remember you should try it you're gonna get the feeling i'm talking about right uh, yeah now. right i can't there's no opportunity to have naps okay you can have a nap after life. the podcast yeah right what's your number two um it is um, he- hearing my favorite song on the radio. And it's important radio because radio is random, right? Right. Like you don't get to pick that one. So like, or like a, a song. A shuffle that, list. You know, yeah. So like it's, so like, you know, especially like on those moment mornings when, <coughs> when I used to work in an office. Um, and like, this is not just a COVID thing. I actually don't work in an office anymore, like even pre-COVID. So right. when I used to like drive to the office in the morning and you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to the office, like I have to work. And then like one of those songs comes on the radio. You're just like, ah, oh, shit. Now I'm having a yeah. great fucking day. <laughs> now, do, would you guys have music playing in the office too? Like like local no. radio? Oh, okay. So I was going to say, it would be even better if someone had like a shit station yeah. on or whatever. No, 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 and then no, a no, good no. song you like comes on. Then you're like, oh, fuck, I need this in here right now. Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah. So, yeah, like, and, and, uh, yeah, so top songs for that would be like, oh, like shit. We got another Rick, list coming in Rick here. Rick Astley. Yeah. Um, the Rick Roll song, yeah. Together Forever. Yeah. Never going to give you up. Or uh, Wham. Wake Which one? Before, before you go, go. go. You know, that's George Michael, right? <laughs> yeah. Some people don't know that. But, um, yeah, those ones just, you know, like, you're like, yeah. the, the boppy 80s stuff. Yeah. What was the first one you said? Right, yeah, 80s. Rick Astley. Was that 80s or were the 90s? I would I would assume 80s. Really? Wham. Well, you look it up oh, while Wham I do. Oh, Wham or Rick Astley? Both, I, I would think. Oh. The Rick Astley, I might even say as far as the 70s, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two, when you first get home and the dogs greet you at the door. Oh, so man. when you get home and the dogs are excited to see you, like nobody is ever happy, that happy to see you as as dogs are. So just that yeah, moment never, you open the door and you're like, oh my God. Dog, so really oh, it's the best feeling in the world. You come home and they're like bouncing up and down. They're so excited. You see tails wagging. And they're like, I'm, I love you so much. I'm so glad you're like, nobody's ever that happy to see you waiting behind the door for you. The second they see your, your car pull in. Uh, yeah, 80, 87. 87 is the 80s. Or Rick That's 80s. Yeah. Um, you're number two. What? That was number two. You're number one. Um, my number one is it's, it's cheesy, but it's like when out of nowhere, my son goes, I just love you, mommy. Fair. Sorry guys. We have someone I don't recognize coming down the goddamn thing right to our door. Uh, are we going to have to kill this guy? We were victorious. He put up a good fight. 
but uh, Red managed to get the axe away from him, and yeah. and I <laughs> stood. I st- I did that thing where I kneel on all fours behind his legs, and she pushed him over me, <laughs> like chipped him, got the axe and pushed him, and then once he was down, I rolled out of the way, and she took his head she, off he with the axe. Over him and he um, dead. yeah, no, it's just someone coming telling us that the fire ban has been lifted. Huh? I think you guys we were on mic saying that earlier. I'm not really? sure if I was, no. I was asking, are we doing a fire tonight or something? And you're like, no, there's a fire ban. Well, then anyway. if not, that was something that came up. So uh, we can have a fire, but everything is precious time. We don't know how much time we have. Anyways, okay. Anyways yeah, your number, number, number one. one. Yeah, it sounds, sounds cheesy, but yeah, no one out of nowhere, my son will just go, I just love you so much, mommy. And uh, yeah, that gets me every time. That's a small thing that brings you joy. That's a big thing, having your child's love. I don't know. You know what my number one is? Right eye to eye with your, you know, the love. The, I love going outside when the birds are chirping and the sun's on my face. You know, the, my son's love. These are big things that bring you joy. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe you want to take a fucking minute next time with your list instead of just banging it out in three seconds. Um, my number one, my morning coffee. Small things that bring me joy. Yeah. I will wake up and I will be like, ugh fuck am I going to do today? Ooh, I get to have a coffee. Like I'm awake. I can have a coffee walking to my machine, putting in a capsule. Yeah. Well, oh, my defense with my son, bro. like, I mean, literally anybody, like he could just, he says it all the time. I love you, you know, but you know, I don't know why just like it's, so it's a little thing. Because, it's an unexpected bit of yeah. affection. I get it. Yeah. I of get course it. he loves me. I know that, but just when he like well, affirms it out of nowhere, it's like being loved should be on everyone's lists of things that bring them joy. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just, just better at sidestepping the obvious ones than you are. Then again, but everyone's morning coffee. I think even John agreed that like the morning coffee is like, oh yeah, that's that's big, that's big. But that's something that brings me joy is the, is the moment. It's not even it's like the coffee, yes, but it's almost the moment I realize, oh, I can make a cup of coffee. Like I'm up, fuck, you know? I finally stopped scrolling through emails and social media and other things going, well, I've run out of things I can do on my phone to be mildly productive. I guess it's time to get up and start, ooh, I can have a coffee. A result of getting up. It gets me out of bed. That's the thing is that I can have a coffee. As soon as I remember, I'm allowed to do that, which uh, for some reason, like 50 first states every day, I wake up and forget I'm allowed to have coffee. <laughs> um, That's it, dude. What do you think? Yeah. We did it again. How are we at? Uh, oh, hour and 20. We've done it. Next week's top five, gang. Uh, top five animal tales I'd like to have. Um, I believe I read Mark's list of animal tales. So if you had to have an animal's tale, what are the top five animal tales you would like to have? That would that's going to be next week's top five. Um, so yeah, I, I I read Marks. He explained it. I think I have some other ones on there. I'm going to try to squirrel tale seems not bad to me. Yeah, we'll it's fucking fluffy. save it for next week. Well, I read it. Send it in. Where do you send it? Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Yeah, there you go. See now you've heard it from her and the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, coming up this week, guys. I'm going to be doing the skip promo. <sighs> if I have any spare moments to breathe, I'm going to be trying to do more research on this video stuff. Um, I am glad you guys are there. I do appreciate listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, we got to talk about, about ghost writing in the walls and all sorts of fun stuff, you know, conjuring me bitching about how hard it is to learn video stuff. Yeah, we'll get there. Everybody's clearly so excited to hear from their favorite co-host again. Yeah. Well, yeah. is there anything you want which, to talk about? Which that we Josh didn't? failed to mention on his 200th episode. What are you talking about? No, I didn't. I didn't forget. 
No, about how I'm everybody's favorite. Oh, I thought you meant that I Clearly. forgot to mention. I tried to re- remember as many people who've co-hosted with me as possible. I got you yeah. on there. I think I know some people that I've actually forgotten. Whoa, the the fucking phone's haunted here too. <laughs> Guys, we're in a shack in the middle of nowhere. Some dude walks down the hill. I don't see him through the front door. I see a mirror, him <laughs> walking down the hill towards the front door. You're not going to get that? No, it's I want my to know, house. I want to know who it is. It's not my house. Maybe they're calling to warn you of something. Oh, well. I guess I'm dead then. Well, it might not be a murderer. Dun, dun, dun. The fire ban has been lifted. The werewolf ban has not. Yeah. Who hears real phones anymore? Clearly these people. Yeah, well, you aren't the slightest people. bit curious no. as to what this is? No. It's probably a telemarketer. Wow, guys. It's uh, probably the fake IRS. Email in, guys, and tell us who you think it is. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Who was calling us? By the way, if you don't see us next week, uh, well, you definitely won't see Red next week but uh, or hear her. But if you don't hear from me next week, that call was infinitely more important than Red gave it. <laughs> like it's, uh, that might have been the thing that would have saved us. Oh, well. But you know, Red, she knows it all. I do. Not me. Yeah. I, I mean, after I'm all, supposed I'm an engineer. To, I'm supposed to be the stupid one. I'm supposed to be the one. Ah, it's probably nothing. I'm sitting here going, we should probably answer No, you're that. the paranoid My one. My instincts tell me that that was a crucial phone call. Yeah. You're the paranoid one. I'm the educated one. Wow. <laughs> paranoid and educated. <laughs> Edumacated. I have a penis. By the way, Doesn't I'm that automatically make me bigger mm, in well. stature? <laughs> You are bigger. In relevance. <laughs> physically bigger. You're yes. bigger, bitch. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, thanks for doing this with me. Thank you for having me here at the cottage with you. I appreciate you guys inviting me. We're going to have a good time tonight. Um, thanks for co-hosting the podcast with me. Anything you want to say to the onesies? In the, uh, you know, keep them keep them excited to hear from you next year when you do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Pete's bitches. <laughs> That's it. I don't mean like what's your goddamn sign off. You don't have anything that you want to point them. Anything no. exciting? No, nothing at oh, all. Exciting. No, I don't know. No. Just I'm giving you an open forum. Shit. I know. See, it's not go, easy. Go, go I'm build at- some video games using Unity. There you go. And see anything. It's hard to come up with an hour's worth of blah blah. I get, <laughs> look how hard that was for you for five seconds. <laughs> Um, cool gang. Listen, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Send me any emails, send me any top fives, any of that fun stuff, and uh, I will chat with you again soon. Jitterbug.